Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking about Rush Hour, baby. Little Chris Tucker, little Jackie Chan, Rush Hour. We have a very special guest this week who made the suggestion for Rush Hour. It is my comedy son, I love him so much. It's Peter Saran, everybody. What's up, Peter? Hi, guys. I'm Peter yeah. Saran. <laughs> My comedy son. Yeah. yeah. So um, many questions. So many questions. The question is, why did you start calling me a mother? <laughs> I did not why do did that. I? You did. You were always telling me I dress like a soccer. You're like, you're a soccer mom. You're a soccer mom. And I was like, well, then I'm your mom. That's what's up right now. That's, That's what's happening. That's not happened. where that was supposed to go. <laughs> I know. It never goes where you're supposed to go. Um, uh, Peter, uh, what may I ask you? Uh, first of all, what is your relationship with this movie? Um, I grew I grew up watching uh, a lot of Jackie Chan movies, and this was like the first one that was like it had like the weird comedy, like you know it was yeah. like two white people starring in a movie. <laughs> it was they just happened to be the villains. That was and that was yeah. cool. It's perfect. Yeah, Rush Hour guys. If you if you have not seen Rush Hour, uh, how? is my first question. How have you not seen Rush Hour? It's an hour and a half. Just put it in. Just pop it in. Don't worry. Why do you say pop it in like we're not living in 2022 right now? I'm like, yeah, like just pop a, it in. Just pop it in your VHS. You, you like, still have oh. a VHS of Rush Hour 2, like yeah, Rush Hour hanging know. around. It's like, it's that's how you walk your basement. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's in your basement. Sit on a shag carpet. Watch yeah. this movie. Okay. With, with the corners of that the, the cardboard VHS tape all dinged mm-hmm. up and white. And there's like, it's sitting on top of your copy of Aladdin. That, you know, yeah. the kids. Yes. <laughs> you still have to return it to Blockbuster in 2000. 2006. <laughs> it's overdue, man. Overdue, yeah. Those, Sometimes uh, if you wait long enough, problems solve themselves. Uh, <laughs> whole company shut down, you're right. No, it's perfect. Uh, guys, if you haven't seen Rush Hour, I'm going to describe it as quickly as I can. I think I can do it pretty quickly. We've got uh, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. We've got a diplomat whose daughter has been stolen. Big hostage situation, big money on the table. Um, they're in the United States for some reason. I it blows my mind that they collected all these artifacts, and you're like, we, they know, you know, where we're taking them to the U.S. Okay, I just got them, and I'm gonna bring USA. them over there. USA. USA. Yes. Oh my God. So USA. Um, the FBI is involved. They do not want Lee and Carter, Jackie Chan, and uh, Chris Tucker to be involved in this. Because they're terrible at what they do. And then this movie shows you again and again that they're terrible at what they do. Uh, Big turnaround at the end. Turns out the man that sent the diplomat over is the guy that was trying to get the money the whole time. Roll credits. That's it. That's pretty much. (laughs) You forgot war. (laughs) Oh, war. Yes. Uh, They sing war (laughs) outside of a very noteworthy car. Yeah. I don't know why any cop would ever have that car. Yeah. It's not very it's, undercover. It is uh, truly not under, undercover at all. Yeah. And um, honestly, they they were pretty flippant, flippant about a, a kidnapping throughout the whole movie. It was kind really? of just a yes. joke. Yeah. <laughs> you're, it you're was like really a young a joke. woman. Yeah. 
like a young girl's been kidnapped. All right, uh, let's go fight a bunch of dudes. Yeah, it's- little beach boys. <laughs> little beach boys in the background, you know? Make yeah. it happen. Um, uh, guys, did I miss anything major? <laughs> I, I mean, like I, I guess like the, the main thing is like Co- Consul Han, who's like sent there, he mm-hmm. asks uh, that uh, Lee, Jackie Chan, be assigned to this case because they worked together in Hong Kong. Yes. Like, so they know each other. And Carter is an asshole, and they yes. want to sideline Lee by assigning him to a partner that nobody cares about and won't do any good. Like, it's basically like they're getting rid of these two guys. Yeah, show them around town, and then they just start producing the most destruction <laughs> possible. Absolutely unhinged. Unhinged. But they solved the case. Really, really fun movie to watch, though. I will say that. It is. I, it is that. Yeah. It, this movie moves. Okay, it does. This movie no moves. fat on this movie. Absolutely no, no fat on this movie. Um, I mean, the, the the villain is pretty obvious. Like, but but I, I guess we can run them down. So, like for me, like. The big villain is uh, it's Griffin, I think, slash uh, uh, Junto, right? Juntao. Yeah. So he's got a he's got a fake name and like he's mm-hmm. the crime boss or whatever. Like that's the big guy. And Peter, I am very interested <laughs> <laughs> because we've been doing this a long time. Okay, <laughs> and let me just say that we have we have what we call uh, we have a bit of a a, a key. To, to, to doing this, which is if you are somebody who is, we know who is funny and has a suggestion for a movie, we generally just let you come on and be like, yeah, we trust you. Come on. And the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, how the fuck is Peter going to defend <laughs> <laughs> this? Because I, I think it bears repeating that uh, Griffin is a, a British Governor yeah. of Hong Kong. <laughs> British colonialism, man. Yeah. That's the true villain. Used his position of authority to instill himself as a crime lord <laughs> and s- take priceless Chinese cultural artifacts into his own possession before uh, uh, Hong Kong police seize it and take it back. And then he kidnaps a daughter, blows up a thing. So I'm just like, the whole time, I'm just like, how is Peter? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hear me, out. <laughs> hear me out. He says. Hear me out. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest. I didn't know I had to defend Gentile. <laughs> I just really wanted to. Do- <laughs> you didn't really I just, want to talk about this movie. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I just really wanted to ask you guys one question. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think? Your opinion on what this movie did for race relations. Uh <laughs> I don't Just think either of us are an authority to say. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> there are definitely some moments that are, you know what's so wild to me? Because I knew, okay, I knew going into this, I was like, I know Jackie Chan drops an N-bomb. Like, I was like, I know that. I know that going in. But what I didn't know was then after he does that, he immediately kicks that man's ass. Oh, yeah, he kicked <laughs> all of their asses. So Wild. Yeah. That's how like, do you? Because that man gets very reasonably upset. It's a very reasonable reason to get upset. And then Jackie Chan proceeds to kick that guy's fucking oh, ass. All of them, bro. And, and my only thing is like, yo, afterwards. 
Sorry, go ahead, Peter. No, no, no. My only thing was, how do you explain that to your homies? <laughs> like, like <laughs> you're just like, yeah, he, said, he called me the N-word. And then he... He beat the crap out of all of us, man. All of us. <laughs> Just with Trashed his feet. Bar. That guy is a racist. Yeah. yeah. And like, he tr- <laughs> And his friends are being like, "Oh, an Asian man knew kung fu and beat you up in your bar. That is also an a- that is also <laughs> a <stereotype. laughs> You are yeah, not just allowed to do. <laughs> racism all around, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. There okay, there is a villain that I think we can very strongly defend here though okay and that is the fbi (laughs) they're terrible because the fbi is a villain in this movie certainly okay they're like they're an imposing force to our duo okay they're the opposing force to lee and carter that's right am i no no you're right yeah okay they are an obstacle like yeah and both of these men should not be on this case. None of these people, all they do is fuck shit up the whole time. And the FBI is very correct to keep these men off of this, to try and keep these men out. Okay, because neither of them should be looking after this case, not even a fucking little bit. No, I would agree with that. I, I think like Chris Tucker, Carter's character, for example, uh, the, the movie starts with, He's trying to do like an undercover arms deal, basically. He's like buying explosives off of a guy yes. in the parking lot of a diner, to which he shows up late, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that's like you show up late to an arms deal, you fucking idiot. Like an undercover arms deal. Like y- you know that you don't have any of your shit together if you're showing up late to your sting operation. Fuck right off. Like I. <laughs> Showing up on time is like the least you can ask of somebody. But then he uh, he uh, gets two uniformed police officers shot. Uh, One loses his pinky. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what that's... He straight up loses a finger. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yes. Which is maybe the best outcome of that, like, considering yeah. you could have been killed. Um, and then when the bad guy gets away... He shoots at a car filled with C4, blows it up in the middle of the street, and then does a little dance. Yes. Like, <laughs> like I do like the dance. <laughs> uh, as a character beat? Yeah, sure. But, like, as... <laughs> as, as an like unhinged a, individual? Is, yeah. Oh, un, uh, like, that guy should be fired immediately. Immediately. I'm sorry, if a guy's getting away with a trunk full of C4... You kind of let him get away, you know? You catch up with him later. You know who yeah. he is. Presumably, you know this thing. You don't endanger the entire block by being like, I blew it up. I'm going to get him. Also, the fact that the guy jumped from the car is like, uh, is, is the only reason that you're not being charged with murder. Well, I mean, he's a cop. He'd probably. He'd get away. He'd get, yeah. It's LA. Uh, yeah. yeah, and even this movie is very like self-aware uh, of that. They're like, yes. I love it where he, Carter's is like, uh, we're the LAPD. We're the most hated police force in the world. My mother's <laughs> not even proud about me. I was like, yeah, okay, fair yeah, enough. She says, I'm a drug dealer. Yeah. I'm like, that's a cool mom. I like your mom. <laughs> I fucking like your mom. That's sick. Yeah, like, how does he 
not even let other cops know where his sting's going down. Yeah. Like, everybody in that area should know what's going down. He doesn't bring his partner, which we later find out is because his dad, he believes his dad died because his partner didn't get out of the car to help him. And I'm like, and your solution to that is to bring no one so you definitely die. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, in that scenario, it's like nobody can even get out of the car for you. Yeah. You've just removed that. So you're like, yeah, I'll fucking die. I don't care. And also also worth noting that his partner in this case is Johnson, uh, the bomb squad <laughs> officer. Like, she's... She knows how to fucking do bombs. That's the pro- see, see, this is the problem. The the I work alone mentality. Ugh. I absolutely hate this as a trope in a movie because yeah, no, no man's an island, you know. But also, uh, we're not all bomb squad people. <laughs> like, like there there is no what's the word I'm looking for? There's no uh, uh, allowance for skills outside of your own when you're like, I work alone. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Also, he shows us how fucking little he knows about bombs at the end of the movie when he's trying to rip a bomb, like a, a, a vest off a child and the child even knows better than him to be like, no, no, no. Don't rip this bomb off of me. It's going to go off like every bomb of all time. (laughs) (laughs) I could have done with more of the kid, to be honest with me. The kid was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love that kid. Sue Young? Yeah, just like fucking nailing Jackie Chan at the beginning of the movie and like, how's your eye gouging coming along? Like, I want to see her... I could have done with like three to four more scenes of her just like making her kidnappers lives miserable. Absolutely. Her singing in the car, Mariah Carey, so cute. The whole thing where she's like literally has a bomb strapped to her and she's like, yeah, blow every one of us up. I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking hysterical. That's An so fucking funny. Her, please. Oh, yes, just- absolutely. I would have taken at least 10 more minutes of screen time with that girl for sure. <laughs> but I, I realized on this watch why the movie was called Rush Hour and it is so tentative it is such a it's like when they kidnap her uh, they say because they redirect her car and they go what's going on is there been an accident or something like what's the hold up and the guy who's kidnapping her goes no uh, no incident it's just rush hour and then shoots people Yeah, and that's that they titled the movie it makes like they have they done, is there a Rush Hour 3 now? There's three, right? Yeah, there's three. <laughs> so there's three Rush Hour movies based on a throwaway line that could have easily been cut from the first movie. Do they try and t- make Rush Hour at all relevant to the other two movies? Like, I, don't, there- I don't think so, man. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> I think that was just like one of those things like, yeah, we got to put the title in the movie man (laughs) how do we (laughs) there's got to be some reason we do this and they're just like yeah we'll just have him go like it's rush hour and then shoot two people yeah but you know what would have sold it to me more if they had looked directly at the camera saying that it's rush hour (laughs) like (laughs) just really dead-eyed it you think they came up with the name of the movie and then worked it into the screenplay. I, I gotta I, believe I it. I wanna I believe got, that. I gotta believe it. I wanna believe it. 
That's what I want to believe. I okay, also have just noticed I have never questioned the title of that movie. No. <laughs> no, like at no point had it ever registered to me that it was like, well, why is it called this? Like, I... It's just no, like, like this to, movie's insane. To me, like, and that's why it just jumped out at me because, like, for me, Rush Hour was always just like, yeah, Rush, Jackie Chan, Hour, Chris Tucker, like, <laughs> like, Rush Hour is so synonymous with those two. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's what you call a movie where you've got Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, and it's like, oh no, there should be like something related to the plot, like, uh. <laughs> And it's not. There's no relation not, to the no. plot. <laughs> there, We're not this, even is, close. this movie has very little to do with traffic, uh, or time, <laughs> or even rushing places. I, I uh, guess they were driving around a lot. I guess that could. That's true. They they do have the dance thing in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, legit. But, but, then but yeah, again, a lot I, of dancing yeah. for a very serious situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they start walking away. <laughs> To, towards the car and then they just practice stealing guns from each other the whole time mm. <laughs> you're like is this really the appropriate time <laughs> i did like that scene though i felt like that's the per like that's why this movie works is like mm-hmm. the energy that's encapsulated in that scene where you've got chris tucker who is like just dancing looks so smooth so cool doing it and then you got jackie chan who can do like the most insane martial arts stuff. And they're like doing that at each other. I was like, oh, this is why this movie works. Cause oh, for sure. this energy is something special between yeah. the two of them. Also a lot of racism uh, coming from Carter. Can we, can we, he said a lot of things where you're like, uh, oh yeah, Chris, <laughs> no, there's definitely, there's definitely parts of this movie where you're like, Mr. Tucker, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's definitely a, uh, a a big sprinkling of racism over this movie. Yeah, um, and yeah like even the do you understand the words that are coming, coming out of my, out of my mouth, mouth line, which is iconic, is so insulting to <laughs> yes! say that. When he's like <laughs> screaming at him when he shows up. I never, ever understand that I'm going to get louder so you'll understand me better. I don't think it makes sense, but I understand it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, like... <laughs> yeah, Craig, do you understand? <laughs> no, no, you, de- <laughs> you, you definitely don't. But, like, I, I think there's, like, a misfire in people's brain where they go, like, you're so used to talking to people in your own language whatever that is, that I think, like, if you're not being understood, it's because they can't hear you. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. you go, do you understand what I'm saying? Like they're and deaf? That's, but that's not why yeah. you don't understand each other in that situation. But, like, that's the only thing that we can think of. It's like, it's, it's human beings simultaneously being the dumbest people, a dumbest creature in the world and the smartest, right? Like I understand intellectually that people speak different languages and there's different syntax and different words for different things, but I've only ever not been understood when there's loud noises in the background. (laughs) So I'm just going to talk to you like I'm at a concert. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's a heavy take. I think think the... uh just to speak on why I don't think Lee uh, should be a part of this. And I think the FBI like really hits it. There's a moment in this movie where one of the FBI agents just goes, listen, you know, this girl, you are too personally connected to this case to make proper judgments. 
you shouldn't be here. Those are facts. Those are yeah. straight facts. Yeah. That like I don't have any argument against that. It is exactly correct. <laughs> yeah, you were you were this girl's teacher essentially. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we we know that he has like a fairly uh de- well developed like tutoring relationship with this girl. Yeah, he shouldn't be involved. Yeah. Yeah, you know what doesn't work in like operations like this? Emotions. <laughs> yeah. When you're doing like negotiations, even like the one part where Carter is like, yeah, I'm the FBI. Talk to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're no under no circumstances. Should anyone be talking to you about anything? <laughs> Quite frankly, you can't even do your job, your baseline job. Well, and somehow in your head, you're like, it's promotion time, baby. We're out here. You guys must have ignored my application. I'm clearly perfect for this. Oh, yeah. And I mean, not to harp on this, but he shows up to his first day as like an FBI agent, unaware that they're basically using him to like sandbag Lee. And uh, he goes, I, you know, this is great. I've been waiting my whole life to be FBI. I'm FBI. Oh, but I work alone. Like, can you imagine showing up at your dream job and being like, (laughs) can't wait for this opportunity. I already know what I'm doing and fuck off. I'm not going to work with anybody like the balls. They yes. have, like, like I'd be like, yeah, this is guess what? First day on the job, you got to eat shit for like yeah. years and you're going to be chauffeuring this guy around. Well, that's a shit gig. Yeah. That's why you're the guy doing it. Um, yeah. Welcome to being new on any job ever. It's like he's never had any job. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like every job I've ever had, I just show up and I'm like, okay, be as quiet as you can. And just like, don't like, you got to get past that three month mark. You know what I mean? You gotta, (laughs) you're going to need a reason to fire me. (laughs) Like I, I love that three month review for uh, Carter in this. It's like, well, uh, in your first month, uh, you, you stood by while an entire building got blown up. Uh, You uh, trashed so many priceless Chinese artifacts uh, you did recover a girl, but at what cost? Uh, yeah, you almost blew her up at a moment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like she, she's true. You almost blew up her and you. <laughs> they screwed up the drop of the cash. You really like there's that point midway in the movie. They're each following mm-hmm. their own leads and uh, Lee and Carter end up at this restaurant where it just so happens that the, the drop is supposed to be taken for like dropping the money in exchange for the girl. And they screw that up. Like literally everything else that happens after that in the movie is their fault. Oh no, I'm just, it's just, it's, it's crazy because you'd think they'd tell the F, like they're like, oh, we came across this huge lead. Maybe we should let, let the people that are going to help know. And they're just like, nah, we'll just go stand outside of a Chinese restaurant and sing war uh, until we're ready to go inside. (laughs) And the way he goes inside, too, he's like, yeah, I'm here to see Jun Tao. Just straight up, just lets them know he's there. (laughs) Just dropping names. Just, Jesus, so so stupid. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go up to a place where there's only one exit. That'll be good. Uh, No backup. Just going in. Not even sure what this guy looks like. Like when Carter goes mm-hmm. in that room, he goes like, I'm here to see Jung Tao. And it could literally be any one of those guys in the room. Yeah. And as soon as they peg that he doesn't know who they are, that's game over too. You know, like it's, it's. He had no fucking plan. No. 
And to go back to your point, Peter, and this is something we talk about all the time on this podcast, is everybody needs all the information. Yes. <laughs> it's so important for everyone to have all the fucking information, especially when, because it feels so much like both of these men have to do it themselves. And that's not how rescue teams work, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm not 100% no. sure, but I think when you have like a hero complex, it's not necessarily the best person to have around. <laughs> no, this no. is definitely a teamwork activity. And one thing I will give, one thing I think that the, the, I think the FBI did the right thing by keeping these guys off the case. But I think yes. Lee particularly does have something to contribute and I kind of hate yeah. that they didn't uh, do this, which is Lee has the history, right? What should have happened is Lee shows up at the airport, Carter picks him up, they bring him right to the FBI, and Lee goes, hi, here are the details of all the criminal investigations that have gone down in Hong Kong, the history of this organized crime thing. We took them down. Therefore, they hate the consul. They have a reason for revenge. We think that this might be, this might be a motivation, or this might be who's behind it, right? And then Lee's off the case. Yeah, you provide. He should have background. shown up with a box of files. Yes. That man should have been carrying paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a much more boring version of this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, How fast hours could called- he write that paperwork, though? <laughs> That pen would just be flying. <laughs> it's just Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan doing like file work for like yeah, an yeah, hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway through the movie, one of them gets a paper cut. Fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jackie Chan like literally just flips over. Like it's just. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Jackie Chan is very cool, though. Oh, it those, is cool uh, to watch him flip around and do some shit. Like, he's yeah. doing some cool shit, always. The martial oh. arts was crazy in this movie. Like, the action scenes alone, where, you, where you're like, yo, if anybody ever found out that a dude used a couch to beat me up but not, like, pick it up, he literally moved in the chair and kicked me. <laughs> how do I tell people that? I don't... Like, how do you... <laughs> This guy, he threw a tray at somebody like Captain America and just hit him. And the guy's got to get up and go home at some point and be like, I guess that was my day. (laughs) I got kicked by a guy who was like, not in the chair when it began, but like he was sitting when I got kicked and then he was still sitting. Like, I honestly, I don't think you, you clock it. I think that happens. Like, I think that happened to you in real life. You'd be like, what? (laughs) <laughs> like somebody what? would have to tell you. No, yeah. I'm telling you, dude. Like, he jumped through the tray. He jumped through the air, landed on the couch, tipped the couch out, kicked you in the jaw, jumped out of the chair. You're like, no, no, no. I just like it would be a flash of light for you. Like, yeah, you'd be happened. done. <laughs> I think I'd some, quit like, my support job. Group for these men afterwards. Like they all meet on Tuesday nights or something. And they're like, how'd Jackie get you? Yeah. Like, uh, he jumped through, he jumped through a rung of a ladder, which I didn't even know happened. He spun it around his torso as he did it, knocked me and my buddy down. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's climbing the ladder. Like it's insane. It's insane. Like I'm convinced Jackie Chan could fit into any space. 
Like, I think he's like an octopus. Like, he could just get through a quarter size hole somehow. Like, <laughs> he will find a way. He will. Well, he's, well, I, I, it's, it's so impressive. Also, to While go back, the, yeah, uh, go didn't Jackie Chan also beat up the FBI? <laughs> yes. He, yeah. yes. he came yeah, through. He shows up. Okay. <laughs> Which brings up the point that everybody in this movie is fucking incompetent because Yes. Uh, okay. You have guns. You He's have gone. a man who shows up to the consul's house and is like, "Hi, I have in I'm here about his kidnapped daughter." You don't immediately go to arrest that guy. You go, "Oh, do you have information that might help us in our thing also they were expecting a guy yeah. like <laughs> they were expecting him yeah they were like five like ten were, asian like, he didn't just show up it's like <laughs> and also like I, I think it's worth noting that this is the console right which mm-hmm. is like an ambassador right like a console is basically an ambassador who just isn't in the capital of the city right so like um, so like the ambassador would be in Washington DC, but you have a consulate in LA because the U S is a big country. Right. And you don't want someone in LA having to fly all the way to DC to get like a passport renewed or something like that. So like, this is, I'm not sure if the, if the consul lives in the consulate, but this is, this is a place where people from Hong Kong would be showing up <laughs> to conduct pretty regular business. Yeah. You know, like this is, that could have just been a guy being like, hi, I've got a meeting with the consul because I'm a Hong Kong citizen, citizen yeah. <laughs> and something's going on. Like, like the fact that they just go and beat him up and arrest him. And the fact that he doesn't stop and try and explain anything is insane. It's it, they, he comes to the thing and he has a steering wheel attached to him by a handcuff <laughs> yes. the whole time, the whole time just behind him. And he goes like, "I'm here to see the consulate." And they 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 radio back and they're like, "Well, there's a five ten Asian man here. I wonder if he's the bad guy we're looking for." <laughs> That's immediately their reaction. They're like, "We got to get this guy." Yeah. Also, like, as soon as you're in handcuffs, just be like, can you just bring me over to the guy and I'll tell you what's going on? Like, he'll immediately (laughs) recognize me. This guy could pick me out of a lineup. No problem. We really know each other. This is something that could have been uh, corrected so quickly. Yes. uh, But it would not have uh, showcased Jackie Chan's ability to scale a wall. Oh, very much (laughs) so. And turn a camera. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is legitimately very cool. Uh, Guys, before we continue with our episode, uh, we would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Alder New York. Products for any skin type, no matter your age, gender, or ethnicity. We're talking about vegan certified products um, that meet the Environmental Working Group and EU safety standards. And they're awesome. Craig, you know they're awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One thing about me is uh, my shower is my me time. That's my relaxing, like the, the, the water's going, you know, like it's that white noise. It's warm. It's steamy. It got time to think. And uh, uh, Alder New York was kind enough to like send us um, some of their amazing products, um, their moisturizers, their their face masks, and that sort of thing. And uh, I used their cleansing body bar uh, this morning. Uh, I've been using it for for a couple weeks now, 
And it just feels so good. It's like, you know, you're sitting there, you're lost in your thoughts and you're just giving yourself a good scrub, a good like little exfoliate, getting rid of all that dead skin. And like, it's so nice to have something that it's simple, it's scent free. And it's just like you taking care of yourself and your skin. Cause we all have skin. It all needs to be taken care of. We all have skin. We all have skin. I hope we do. If you are listening to this and you do not have skin, uh, stop listening immediately and go get that looked at. Uh, but the rest of us, we need to take care of our skin. <laughs> and, I don't and, know why it sounds so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing, right? Is it, We it, do, it, though. It, you're right. We all have skin. But like the way that these things are normally advertised to you, they're like, are you a woman? Stay with your skin. Like they gender it so much with these uh, beauty products, right? But we really just all need to take care of that largest organ that's covering our bones yeah. and, uh, and, and, and take care of yourself and relax. And that, like, that's why I absolutely love this, uh, this the cleansing booty, cleansing beauty bar and all the other things that they sent us. can be a booty bar if you want it. It can be a booty bar. You can use it yeah. on the whole body. Uh, the whole <laughs> body. It's for you. <laughs> Wherever you have skin. Uh, it's absolutely great. So guys, if you want clean luxury skincare that doesn't have to break the bank, Alder New York makes skincare products with dermatologist approved ingredients and plant powered actives starting at $7.99. It's loved by the editors at Vogue, Harper's, Baz- Harper's Bazaar, GQ, Men's Health, and more. So experience the products that Allure calls simple, sleek, and highly effective. And use code VILLAIN for 15% off your first order at aldernewyork.com. That's code VILLAIN, V-I-L-L-A-I-N, at aldernewyork.com. That's alder, A-L-D-E-R, newyork.com, for 15% off your first order. Thanks, Alder. Hell yeah, now we're back. Now we're back to <laughs> these horrible men. <laughs> Just all these horrible men. Damn I fun. did want to mention um, the amount of times, because this is so unhinged to me, the amount of times that people are just pointing guns at each other, like that doesn't matter. <laughs> like they're constantly like, like Lee and Carter are constantly pointing guns at each other. <laughs> Like, they're not on the same side in some sense. And it's happening constantly. Like, literally, the first thing, one of the first things when um, Lee kind of escapes is he's on this, like, tourist bus. He's on the top of this tourist bus. And Carter gets behind him and literally puts a gun to his head. This man is not a criminal. He's just, like, gotten away from you. (laughs) And you're like, here's a gun, and it's right in your head, bud. He's, I am millimeter. You are millimeters away from death. <laughs> the yes, I, it is worth repeating that uh, that Lee is a person who is in the United States <laughs> legally and has not committed any crimes. He is literally a tourist, and all he's done is basically the equivalent of a toddler walking off. Like that's it. Like like Carter says, like stay still, stay here, and then Lee goes and gets on a bus. Guess what? He is an adult man. He is fully allowed to just go wherever he wants in L.A. Yeah, there's also just so many people on that bus, and he's literally just, like, waving his gun around, taking photos and shit. Yeah, unreal. So does that make he's Carter the... Does that make Carter the most corrupt cop in L.A.? 
because the <laughs> amount of shot, well, that's fair, but <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. but I just mean like the strikes that this guy should have gotten just by the things he did, just how like just suspended this. Yes. Badge on the uh, on the desk. Just you got to leave, man. You can't come back to work. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to go on the three strike rule, I think the movie starts with him at four. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's unreal. Like by the time he points a gun at an innocent person's head on a moving bus, he has gotten two people shot, a car blown up, an entire like. It, it's unreal. But also, like, in Lee's part, one, do I want to see Jackie Chan leap off the top of a bus and grab a, uh, a street sign and hang yeah. from it? Yes. Yes, I want to see that. Is that the way that any sort of visitor would act? Or, like, someone who's like, I just need to get to see my friend. Like, that's extreme. You know what I mean? No, I think he's just doing math in his mind at all times. Like, I think... <laughs> I think he knows all the angles. He's like some sort of, he's got some different type of thing going on in his brain. He can calculate exactly where he needs to do everything, I think. Just physics. Yeah. I believe this, you could drop this man in the middle of the jungle and he would come out so you, just fine. Just absolutely fine. Yeah. He's like, he just kicked like, off every tree on the way out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wrapped himself in some vines, then unwound it. And then yeah. Kicked no, a bear this in man's the head. a survive. He could just, he could make it happen anywhere. I'm not worried about him. <laughs> I would believe that, actually. I believe sure. that. Like, there's some action stars where you're like, eh, you know, like it's ropes and it's this and that. I think for Jackie Chan, I would seriously believe that, like, you put him in a bad yeah. situation, he could probably physically get out of it. He, I yeah. don't think he has a stunt double. I think he just... No, he no. Just, he, he does all his stunts, which is, which is insane. <laughs> I think a generous way to describe Jackie Chan would be like he is a stunt person who's okay at acting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he has, he certainly has a certain charm about him. Don't get me wrong, but like, I think if you had to put Jackie Chan in a category, like one category only, I'm putting him in stunt man. Wait, you're telling me? Th- oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that this acting wasn't wasn't top shelf for you, Greg. <laughs> You're telling me Jackie Chan saying, right? didn't blow your mind? No Oscar noms? Okay. <laughs> I mean, Jackie Chan should for sure get like a Lifetime Achievement Award Oscar. For sure. At some point. Well, yeah. He's, he's he not a singer already. either. We'll say that. Yeah. that. He's not a singer. He's not. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Which is crazy because apparently he's a singer in China. So he's, Really? Yeah, what? very much so. He's. Uh, I think he's one of their top selling uh, uh, recording artists. Holy shit, really? So it's like a hassle, David Hasselhoff being huge in Germany kind of thing? Yeah. Oh my God, you watched (laughs) some of those David Hasselhoff videos. Like those, guys, if if this is the first time you're hearing of this, just press pause on this episode right now and just Google David Hasselhoff music video. And I believe the one you want to start on is Jump in My Car. <laughs> Jump in I think that's what it's called. Is that for Night Rider? I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It, you, there is no way any description could prepare you for what you're about to watch. <laughs> I think it's like Jump in My Car, Get in My Car, or something like that. But like, just Google that. Yeah. Real kid it, it It takes somehow a very dramatic turn. <laughs> 
it's all right. It's, it's fantastic. It's I highly recommend it. And I, I mean, I can't believe. I guess like obviously it's going to be difficult to sing in a different language, but it just like it blows my mind that like Jackie Chan would be like a chart topping, super popular. You know, like you know when mm-hmm. like people have more than one skill, and you're like, how? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Like I can I can jump through a box office window and also I can carry a tune. That seems unfair to me. Yeah, he's that a, does. You're greedy. He's You're a greedy. triple threat, man. Or, he's a triple threat. Yeah. Like, should can a guy who's taken that many punches to the stomach really be able to like vocalize? You know what I mean? Like, I think if anything, he'd be hoarse. You know, he'd be like, I've been punched a lot. I can't really hit the notes. I don't know. Yeah. I would also um, like to mention that anytime anybody becomes an opposition to either of these men, um, their immediate threat is we're going to fight. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no conflict mm. resolution. No, there's no, no negotiations. It is constantly, even if it doesn't happen, there's the threat of I'm going to kick your ass. If you don't yeah. give me this information, I'm going to kick your ass. You know, I can beat you down. Whatever it is. Also, Carter's like really shady as a cop all like aside from that so like he mentions to one guy he's like okay we have to see this guy right now and he goes i can't do that like this it's after hours i can't release any of the prisoners to you right now like you can't talk to this guy and he's like hey man like i got you this job and i got you out of that problem with that bag of weed and he went half was for you (laughs) it's like but he got the big half Yeah, but I gave you the bigger half. And then he's talking about how the only reason why his cousin isn't arrested is because it's his cousin. (laughs) He's like, it would break. It would break my aunt's heart. I couldn't I couldn't do it. And it's like, holy shit, you're the worst cop. You're so bad. So bad. And, And on top of that, I will say like his investigative method. So like trying to find out who's responsible behind this literally involves Carter showing up and accusing people who have previous criminal records of basically being like, you did this, and if you don't give me information, I'm going to pin the whole thing on you. Yeah, just It's like basically like extortion, right? Being yes. like, there's a guy just selling, uh, you know, Hollywood star maps. And he's just like, you know about this, don't you? You know about this because I've arrested you before. And the guy's like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. You know, like it's, it's, there's nothing about it that's actually like investigation. It's just showing up and threatening people. And those people happen to give you information that leads you somewhere, but it's like the weakest way to investigate. Because if you did that in the real world, people would give you wrong information because you're threatening them. You know, like there's no, uh, there's no reason that any of these people are connected to this kidnapping. You just know them to be criminals. Yes. Yeah. Which is crazy. And you just threaten them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everything works out in the end, particularly well for Carter and uh, and Lee. It's it's insane yeah. how they become going the, on vacay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Despite the fact buddies. that they have sexually harassed oh. uh, Johnson like crazy. Like a couple of it is like, you know, right at the beginning, he's like, I don't work as a partner. And, uh, and then he's like, Hey, you got to get in line. Like every other woman, you got to get in line to date me, which is like not workplace appropriate, but also like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But then at the end, <laughs> he is calling her 
And he is begging for her to help him do something which is, I'm guessing, illegal. Because uh, I think he's been suspended or taken yeah. off the case at this point. And he goes, you got to help me. You got to help me. You got to do this. And she goes, all right, I'll do it. And then he follows it up with, what color panties are you wearing? Ah! Oh! Oh, God. Like, you just asked this woman for a favor and you can't no. fucking put a sock in it for like two seconds. You know? And what was the other thing? He said something else about like had had told everyone at the office that they had already had oh, sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And then Jackie Chan low-key puts his hands on her. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, that vest is definitely thick enough that you're like, all right, but still. <laughs> still got to give you a bit of a, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Even even if these guys can save the kid, legit, mm-hmm. I don't think they're worth the HR problems that they're going to cause. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of people who can destroy downtown and get buildings blown up and trash places and jump out of moving vehicles uh, who aren't also sexually harassing coworkers, you know? Absolutely. Do you know what I thought was especially uh, fucked up? And I know it's such a small thing, but I don't think I would ever wear the jewelry of a child hostage. That just wouldn't be oh, my vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the lady. <laughs> yeah, like, why that would anyone do... ever do that? I thought maybe, yeah, that seems like a plot point that got dropped or something, yeah. where it's like, that's the necklace that's important, and, like, it means something, or that you're part of a group. Like, I thought it was not the same necklace. I thought it was, like, a similar necklace that would have, like, led to something. But, like, you're right. It's just a waitress at a restaurant wearing the jewelry of an abducted child. Like, yes, that seems... All- <laughs> <laughs> that seems... And not, like, she was involved. She just got given it? Yeah. By Jin Tao, who, I guess, is stupid now? Yeah, or, like... I don't know. Maybe that was... Maybe she doesn't know. Maybe that was a gift of a criminal. Like, hey, baby, you're my number one girl. I got oh, yeah. you this. Not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Love getting that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there is... I think it's... Uh, uh, Sang is kind of the main henchman. Yeah. Right? Oh, this Blondie? Guy. Yeah, yeah, Blondie. I call him Blondie. Of, Blondie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And he's a pretty interesting villain because he's like, he's the guy who actually does all the dirty work, right? Like he's the guy mm-hmm. who kidnaps her. One, I got to say, uh, 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 I don't think if you're kidnapping someone, I don't think a motorcycle is the way to do that. Uh, I think a motorcycle is pretty much predicated on the fact that both people on it want to be on it. I think the second <laughs> that you've got someone <laughs> kicking and screaming and trying to get away, a motorcycle is not the, the vehicle for you. Um, and the second thing I want to say about that guy is... Um, by God, toxic masculinity in hostage situations. You should be smarter than this. The put down the gun and fight me like a man. man. Are you insane? Insane that you would drop a gun to have a fist fight with a guy that you just like, he just walked in and fucked up your shit. And you're like, no, my honor is on this. You kidnap children and murder people. Like just shoot the damn guy. 
I, oh, the fight like a man. I am gonna fight like a man. I'm gonna fight like a man with a gun and you don't have one. This yeah. is how, this is how criminal organizations work. I have the power and you don't. Fuck off. I think that's a great point. I mean, he did blow up an entire floor. I, why wouldn't you just shoot that guy? There's so much toxic masculinity in this. And they're, they literally, this is not an exaggeration. Two adult men argue about whose dad was better. (laughs) Dead dads, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, or dead dads. My dead dad was better than your dead dad. Wow, this is a really weird conversation. (laughs) And now that I'm thinking about it, just going back, why did they blow up that warehouse? Like, what did that do for Jung Tao? To Blow like up which fir- warehouse? So like remember they call with the uh they call with the, the ransom demand. Yeah. Right? And then the FBI traces it to this warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then the SWAT team goes in and then they blow it up killing the SWAT team. Yeah. What to show that them they're com- serious. Was that They're not messing just, around? Give me my money. I, I, it, I guess maybe that's And it. don't track me because I will kill you. <laughs> it sends a message. Fair. To be fair, this was—he had a very intricate plan for the for how easily he just gave himself up in the end. You know, when how easily he was just like, "Yeah, I'll blow everybody up," and you're like, "You set up this whole plan, and then you just easily told him who you were." Like, like they knew, like Carter and uh, and Lee knew, but they didn't have proof at all that you were Jung Tao. At all. You could have just been like, oh, no, oh, oh. But the, he yeah. literally goes like, yeah, I'm going to blow everybody up here in front of all of the FBI that was present. <laughs> just giving yourself. is such a weird. I, that's why they call it rush that's hour. A, yeah, because he rushed <laughs> the, the rush the plot <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because like he's he's a guy who has been like he's the, been the British governor of Hong Kong for many, many years before it was handed back over to China. Uh, he is a man who has instilled himself as like the secret uh, crime boss in Hong Kong. So he's definitely smart enough to just like deny, deny, deny until you have uh, all the the evidence in the world against you, right? And also, like, there's no reality in which that guy, I'm sorry, or that guy's getting charged because he's a British diplomat yeah. in America who operated in Hong Kong. Like, it's just so fucking tangled so much red tape man they would never be able to take you to court (laughs) i didn't even think about that part i mean they've got to be able anyway doesn't (laughs) (laughs) this movie actually ends in like a two-hour court scene yeah with the intricacies of uh you know not only hong kong and mainland china relations but like u.s (laughs) china relations and the british imperialism get all mixed up in that uh, I call Jackie it the Airbud ending. Just doing paperwork. What's that? Sorry. I said I call it the Airbud ending. Yeah. <laughs> Where for some reason we we end up at court at the end. Could you imagine? We don't know how to wrap this movie up. We need the law involved. <laughs> let's do. Let's Law and Order Rush Hour. Let's. Uh... <laughs> Could you imagine the witness statements for that too? <laughs> just how crazy. Just Lee and Carter on the witness stand having to answer for everything mm-hmm. they did up until that point near the end. Yeah. 
where they just did you get any warrants? At no point did we get warrants. <laughs> no. Did you tell anybody? Uh, no, 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 no. Did you ever document anything you found? No, no, no. no. Just flying by the seat no. of our pants. Um, unreal, unreal. I think I, I think it is worth saying that uh, the main villain in this is definitely not right. Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, his crimes involve. Uh, 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 they start with British imperialism and they get worse. Uh, it's <laughs> he kidnaps a girl, no go. Uh, he blows up a whole building filled with people, no go. Uh, he's he's uh, uh, stealing uh, priceless Chinese artifacts from the people who own them, no go. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but to be very fair, bad man. But to be fair, very the protagonists man. weren't right either. So. <laughs> Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah. is true. That is true. Sometimes we do, the hero was wrong. And I think, uh, yeah, that was very much this episode. The heroes were fucking wrong <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything else we wanted to mention about Rush Hour? No, I think I'm good. Peter? Right. I'm good. No, you're good. We all enjoyed The Watch, though, I'm sure. I love yeah, The Watch. Yeah, yeah. What a it fun was, movie. It was good to revisit for sure. Um, and I guess that brings us to our definitive rankings of how good the villain is. Uh, I'll start us off. I've got the uh, Jackie Chan scale. Um, so for obvious reasons. Uh, so on a scale of uh, Jackie Chan singing, he's trying his best. He's trying his best. Uh, all the way up to Jackie Chan's wallet, which is doing just fine. Uh, I'm going to give Jun Tao slash Griffin, the, the guy, uh, a Jackie Chan's knees. Because uh, they're absolutely fucked. <laughs> they're just. <laughs> they're absolutely fucked. <laughs> There's no way that that guy can walk by the time he's 70. You know what I mean? Isn't no. he 70 right now? Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, I think so. He's gotta okay. be. Come on now. He's, he's yeah, you're right. He's not. Kid. He's not a spring chicken. I guess that's for sure. Uh, Peter, what do you got for us? Well, I did a scale out of uh, one out of ten rush hours. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I ranked the villain of this movie a. Uh, uh, I I what was it? I I I was gonna say five rush hours, but uh, also the fact that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say British colonialism, but I already brought that up at the beginning. I was just going to say <laughs> just like every we, this generationally wrong. This whole movie is just. <laughs> oh, yes. There's a lot of wrong in this movie. Um, I also did a rush hour scale, but I did mine on based off of general rush hours where they would happen. Um, <laughs> I've got from a. Uh, uh, the main street of a small town to Toronto at literally any hour. Pick one. It's fucked here. Um, I'm going to give our main villain a um, a uh, Manhattan at five o'clock. <laughs> there should be people swearing and screaming. And po- there's there's just you're so wrong. You're the most wrong. You kidnapped a child for. 50 million dollars after stealing a bunch of priceless artifacts go fuck yourself <laughs> go fuck yourself new york style how's that yeah. <laughs> new york minute my first visit to manhattan uh, uh the thing that blew my mind more than anything is just like people don't get out of the way for ambulances <laughs> like it's just the ambulance is just sitting there in traffic <laughs> with like its lights on and you're like walking past and you're like this is insane this is absolutely insane uh <laughs> 
<laughs> That's sorry. Your scale just made me think of that. Yeah. Uh, but guys, <laughs> guys, we will get to our uh, heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, a couple ways that you can support the podcast. So first of all, uh, if you have a couple bucks and you want to help us out and you want to support the podcast, uh, we are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, if you don't know, uh, Patreon is a monthly subscription service where uh, you get to support the creators that you uh, like and find entertaining, and uh, including us. And in exchange for that, you get uh, a whole bunch of rewards at different levels. So at our bottom basement, $1 a month gets you ad-free episodes. So guys, if you want to listen to these episodes and you don't want to hear the ads, uh, pop on over to Patreon for $1 a month. You'll get these delivered right to your uh, uh, podcast app of your choosing uh generally and they'll be ad free so that's a great way to support us and also a great way to get uh what you want and we also have uh other levels we've got uh, audience choice uh that you can vote on we have early release of episodes and we have two bonus episodes every month a craig pick and a rebecca pick so if any of that sounds appealing to you you can head over to patreon.com slash the villain was right and uh become one of our henchies as we call them and uh if you just want to get in touch with us as always, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter, Villain Was Right on Facebook, and Villain Was Right at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. And now it is time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week. What do you got for us, Craig? Yeah, so I've got another hero. I'm going on a little bit of a positive streak here. Uh, it's a. Uh, I was just at a. a, a I want to say house party, but it's like an adult house party. So, you know, like there's like cheese out kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we have another word for it? It's like a dinner party, but we didn't have dinner. But like, it's not cardboard on the floor kegs kind of house party. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, and I just happened to have just a very nice and meaningful conversation with another one of the guests. Uh, we were sort of talking about like careers and talking about like, you know, directions in life and all the rest. And he mentioned something that I just found just so useful and helpful and kind of um, positive, which is um, would your 10 year old self be excited for what you're doing right now? Right? So if you just forgot, forget all the bullshit about having to email people and all the rest. But if you were to describe to your 10 year old self, what you get to do every day as part of your job, would they be thrilled? So like, would they be excited that you get to go and do stand up comedy? Yes, they would. Your 10 year old self would. Would your 10 year old self be excited that you get to do a podcast about movies and villains? Yes, they would. And I don't know, it's just so perfectly distilled what, uh, I don't know, just a feeling that I had. Uh, and like a way to evaluate life is would your 10 year old self be excited about what you're doing right now? So I don't know. That just kind of struck me as a hero. So, you know, if you're in a weird place or something and you're not sure what you want to do with your life, just ask yourself, would your 10 year old self be excited about what you're doing? And I love that. That's my hero. Well, yeah, that's also like, even if you don't like your job, you're still an adult, man. You could spend all night marathoning Star Trek and eating a full cake. Would your 10-year-old self like that? Yes, they would. Fucking do it. It's your time. 100%. Yeah, that's my hero. Uh, Peter, you got a hero or villain of the week for us today? I do. Uh, uh, It's a hero, uh, I guess, in this case. Uh, Because I was walking down the street yesterday, and I guess a lady recognized me. And she she told me she thought I was very funny, and then uh, described the joke of another comic to me. And I thought... That was hilarious, and I thought she was a hero because I I was like, oh, I actually like that joke. 
It's a hilarious joke. Thanks. <laughs> also great because it like makes you feel good in the moment, and then just immediately brings you back. Yeah, down, just, right? it's just, like it's just self leveling. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's a reality checks. <laughs> yeah, immediate. Oh Don't God. let your head get too yeah. big. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I've got, I've got a, I've got a villain. Like, I mean, a light villain in the sense that there's no way this individual knew that they were doing, but I was like, oh my God. So I, oh God, um, I have started going out on dates again. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna dip my toe in the water. We're gonna try and go out on a date. And, um, it has not been going well. (laughs) It's a fucking nightmare out there, y'all. It's not good. Okay, it's very, very bad. It's very, very bleak. And in one particular... I'm not going to go into too many details. This is not about embarrassing anybody. It's just like I had an incident, and I was like, how is this happening right now? Okay, because I'm at this point now where I'm like, okay, like, I've just... I was in a very, very long relationship prior to this. I'm like, I feel weird. I feel awkward. I don't know what to do anymore. But I'm like, okay, we're just going to power through. I was hanging out with somebody and they were like, and I was a little drunk and they were a little drunk and they were like, Hey, let's make out. And I was like, yeah, I haven't done that in forever. That sounds great. Sure. Let's, let's, let's try it. Let's roll the dice. Let's see if I can still do this. And I swear to Christ, my lip is bruised. It's literally, literally bruised. It's bruised. I don't know if you've ever had a bruised lip. I I don't think I've ever had this in my entire life. It was so bad. It was so bad. And that's the answer to what's the worst thing that could happen here. (laughs) Did it like connect with teeth? Like a nose? Did he have braces? No, it was just, I don't, oh my God, I'm going to grow so many people out. It was like, you know when it feels like somebody is desperately trying to find out what's at the back of your throat? They're very curious. They need to know. They need to get back. That there's, there's investigation happening. And the licking of teeth. Some, it doesn't matter. Oh my God. It was just, there's a lot happening. Anyway, point There's being, only one person who should lick your teeth, and that's you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh boy. they are my villain of the week. Because <laughs> it's getting crazy out there, guys. It's so crazy. Hold your loved ones tight. Hold them tight. It's great. Your situation's wonderful. I hope it is. There's people licking teeth out here. There's everybody. people licking teeth out here. If you're wondering how it's going out here, it's not. It's not good. It's not good. Stay locked up. Don't worry about it, <laughs> guys. Um, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Uh, Peter, where can people find you? Uh, you can uh, find me on Instagram, uh, saranwrap, uh, zero underscore zero. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, check him out. And uh, very good uh, stand-up comedian as well, so check out Peter's stuff uh, when you got a chance. You can follow me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, craigfay.com uh, for show dates. And uh, that's us uh, for this week on The Villain Was Right. Uh, stay tuned for next week where we have... Uh, we've got a, a big one coming your way, guys. Raising Arizona. We're finally doing Raising Arizona after many, many requests. We're going to do it. Uh, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be so much fun. And until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you not to fight like a man. <laughs> Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.